If you have found yourself here, it means you have chosen to think for yourself and to come up with your own ideas of what is true. It means that you are brave enough to break the norms of society and live by your own rules in harmony with Mother Nature. It means you have decided to explore the inner workings of your own mind and heart. It means to stand up where others have failed. To carry a wild heart means you hear the call and take action. As we call out, I am a wild one together as a community, we commit ourselves and to the world to stay awakened. We help each other on this journey. Being a wild one does not require perfection, for it is in our imperfectness in being human that makes us perfect. As we unlock pieces of ourselves along this wild one journey, we will discover who we truly are. This community was created for that very purpose. It takes time to break away the barriers of bad programming. As a wild one, you will discover ways to unlock your heart and to hear your own inner guide. This is a safe place to explore yourselves. The tools and workbooks, healing sprays, helpful herbs and essential oils, quarterly and monthly box, box subscriptions have all been created to help you to unlock the wild heart that is within you. All that is required to join our community of wild ones is an open mind, an open heart, and a willingness to discover your true self. Welcome, my dear wild one. Welcome to I'm a Wild One podcast with mystic pop music artist, Michelle Vreeland. Welcome to episode five of I'm a Wild One podcast. This week, I wanted to talk about grief and allowing ourselves to feel the emotions that comes from experiencing great loss. And um, the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because recently I lost my um, dog Bentley Um, we had him for about 11 years and um, he was 15 years old and he passed away a couple weeks ago and um, and I wanted to talk about grief Um, I was um, waiting for myself to get to a point where I felt strong enough to be able to talk about this particular um, topic Um, I wanted to get to a point where I wasn't like crying and (laughs) and all of that Um, but I was that I guess that's kind of the point is that I really felt that I was able to in a sense recover well from the grief because I allowed myself to feel it I actually didn't mask it with anything I didn't mask the feelings with wine I didn't mask it with um you know anything i wanted to feel the loss of him because i feel that when you love so deeply 
and you love someone, you must give them the honor of grieving for them when they're gone. And it's more than just an honor. It's also, it's also a way to allow yourself to feel what it feels like to lose them. And so I wanted to be able to, to talk about that and um, talk about that. But I wanted to be able to talk about it, yes, but I also wanted to be able to feel and go through the process of that great loss. And now, a few weeks later, um, even though I miss him terribly and I feel awful that he's gone, I feel like I'm learning so many lessons from him, just lessons about life. And he was my first dog, my first pet. And so to lose him was awful. But I also feel like even in death, he's teaching me every single day. He's teaching me how precious life is and how valuable our time is here on earth. And I know that it takes sometimes losing someone that you love so deeply in order to really see that that the process of living in a way is, you know, a ticking time bomb. You only get a certain amount of time to be able to be the person that you want to be and accomplish the things that you want to accomplish. And we all hear the stuff like, hey, you got to live today and you got to do this, you know, for tomorrow may, you know, there may not be a tomorrow. Well, there is truth in that where it's like you want to live every single day like it's your last because you're not, tomorrow's not a promise. No one is given that. No one gets to have that card, <laughs> you know, but that's the beauty of life is that if you really take living by the horns and you do your best to love your life to the best of your ability, I think that you're going to feel really good about who you are and the things that you have, have accomplished um, it's not a perfect process. We're never going to feel perfect, you know, while we're doing it. But, um, but it's important to just be the person that you want to be and do the things that you want to do. And losing my dog in the way that I did, it really made me feel the levity of how short our time is here on earth. I mean, it really is short. We don't, even if you live to be a hundred years or over a hundred years, it's short. <laughs> That's a short amount of time, you know? So you want to be able to fill it up with things that you really, really want to do. And, um, and when you lose something as powerful as a pet or a loved one, it is a reminder of like, okay, you got to do what you and your heart um, has have have always wanted to do. I remember when I lost my father over 20 years ago, 21 years ago. I remember that same year that I lost him after grieving. I mean, you know, for, oh my gosh, for so long. I felt this urgency to get out there on stage and start performing my music. Because at the time, I wasn't performing my music at all. I was... Um, doing only hair and makeup. I was writing songs all the time, but I was writing them at home and I was recording them on tapes and playing music at home and, and maybe some friends would come over and they would listen or they would play with me. But I never like performed um, in front of um, people. 
And I just felt like after I lost him and after he was gone, I felt this strong urge to get up on stage. And so I did. I actually planned a show in Salt Lake City. That's where I was living at the time. And I planned to get up on that stage. And I invited all my friends. I think like 60 people showed up. I actually booked out the venue. I got really lucky. My friends owned the club at the time, so they let me have um, that time for free. I didn't have to pay them. I just op- I just asked them to open the doors an hour earlier. And, um, and so it was kind of like a soft opening. And they agreed to do it. And then like 60 of my friends showed up. And it was a really intimate concert and a show. And, and it was my first time doing it. And I was so scared. Oh my gosh, I was scared out of my mind. <laughs> but I just knew I had to do it. I knew I had to do it. And I actually even had it recorded live. I even had a video made um, that that w- that went on behind me because I was really into visuals at the time. And um, I actually do have recordings of that show. Oh my gosh, it's it's a little embarrassing for me because I made so many mistakes. It was my it was my very first show, so I made a lot of mistakes. But and I've debated on oh should I release these <laughs> tapes or not? But I don't know. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll open a Patreon. Um, um, thing and and release them so you guys can hear them. But anyway, that's not the point. But the point is, is that I just really had this strong feeling that okay, I need to do this. I need to do. I need to do what I've been putting off for so long, you know. And and it really kind of set this set the stage for the coming years of my life. Um, and it was, you know, and it was scary for me because everybody knew me as a makeup artist. No one knew that I could sing. In fact, I think maybe half the people there were like waiting for me to like suck or fail or something. (laughs) And then when I was done performing, it was a very intimate concert. It wasn't like dance music or anything. It was all acoustic, me and the guitar. And then, um, I had a friend that played keyboards behind me. And so it was very intimate And people were coming up to me that, you know, I thought, oh, and they're from my fashion crowd. And I thought, oh, my gosh, they're going to totally tell me like it was not great, you know. But they came up to me and they were like, oh, my God, you need to stop everything and only do this. Only do this. What are you doing, girl? You know, and so it was really encouraging to like, you know, and um, to, to hear them tell me things like that and it just made me feel really good because I was really afraid you know and I was so scared in fact I didn't really feel good until the show was over and I felt a sense of relief and I was like oh yes it's over (laughs) but I was also had a sense of accomplishment like oh my gosh I did it I did it I did it and um so it was a really beautiful feeling and it was a big deal for me because you know my songs were very vulnerable to me and at the time they weren't well-crafted um because I you know I had a lot of ideas you know and I was putting all my ideas into one song you know that kind of thing and as a songwriter that's some of the stuff that that you learn along the way it's like okay you gotta hyper focus on one topic per song you know but still I was really proud of myself that I that I that I did that and, but it wasn't until I lost someone so important to me that um, I was able to see a little clearly of what I needed to do with my life. And sometimes that's w- when you lose somebody so important to you 
those are the lessons they're teaching you and they're teaching you that from the other side that's how I feel and um like when I lost my dog a couple weeks ago I felt like after he passed and during the grieving process I felt like I was learning so much from him um and then I was learning to you know like he again sending me a, a reminder that life is short do the things that you love to do do the things that make you happy, you know, and love the people that you want to love, you know, and let them know that you love them, you know, the way my dog loved me, like, oh, he would just look at me with like so much love and then did not have that there. It was just so oh, awful, you know, and um, but I also felt like he was teaching me to continue on like I, in a way I could kind of feel his wisdom, which is very interesting. I didn't expect that. And that week I actually, because he, he passed away during a wolf moon. And I don't know, some of you wild ones out there follow the wolf, follow the various moons that occur. And this particular wolf moon was a very powerful moon. And I felt very um, impressed to make a, um, to upgrade, I should say, my wolf moon spray. And I actually did. And I dedicated... Um, the spray to my dog and the lessons that he taught me you know and the wolf moon spray and the wolf moon in general is all about facing your shadow self and truthfully I felt like my dog this whole time was teaching me how to love myself how to have self love and how to love myself that's what I was that's what I felt like my dog was teaching me and um, so I just felt I felt that actually very strongly that that's what he was trying to teach me that I was worthy of love an unconditional love you know and I think that we all need a reminder of that that you know we deserve unconditional love we deserve it and if no one out there is going to give it to us we Owe it to ourselves to give it to ourselves, to give unconditional love to ourselves. And I know that sounds hard. I mean, some of you out there are probably really good at that, but some of you out there probably aren't. I know that I struggle with this one. And learning how to love yourself unconditionally, truthfully, could be the greatest gift that you could ever give. And I know that society tells us, hey, well, you, you, you need to be successful, you need to be accomplished, you need to achieve a certain amount of things before you're worthy of love. And I know that, in a way, it's, a, it's bad programming. It's a learned thing. We, we are taught that unless we are successful, quote-unquote, we're not worthy of love. And, um, and how wonderful... To have the blessings of, of animals and pets to teach us the power of unconditional love. And to have parents out there that and grandparents that, that come before us and ancestors that come before us to teach us how precious this life is and how precious it is to 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 have life and to be here and to and to do things. So how powerful is that to be able to have the blessing of grief because truthfully even though it hurts to feel grief and it hurts to feel sad what it really means 
is how deeply you were able to love and to be loved in return. And that's really what it means. So when you allow yourself to feel grief and you allow yourself to feel the pain of the loss, that means that you also allow yourself to feel the joy of the love that you felt for that person. And, um, and how powerful is that? How powerful is that to, to know that all of these emotions and all of these things that we feel allow us to come to a place where love resides at the end of the rainbow, at the end of all of the, all of the tears, is that there, there's love, you know? And, um, and so I just wanted to share that, um, the, those stories with you. I wanted to, um, to, to talk about my dog because he was important to me and to talk about the loss of my father. And, and, um, and I know that these are big subjects and I know that we're all, we're all going to have, um, something to say about it because they really are big subjects and it, it really is hard to lose somebody that we love so much. Um, but I also feel like allowing yourself, like I said earlier, to feel the grief, to feel the pain, to cry, like just get it all out, you know, get it all out, feel it, feel it a hundred percent. Then that's when you can work towards the healing part of all of this and the wisdom part, because there's wisdom in love. There's wisdom in all of this. And I know sometimes it doesn't feel fair like to lose somebody, especially if you lose them like suddenly or violently or viciously, it just feels not fair, you know, but truthfully, you know, nature, if we really think about it, if we really think about the nature of the universe and the nature of, 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 of our planet, it's a very violent place. And I'm not just talking about violent people in general. I'm talking about just how nature is you know? And so to some degree, we need to make peace with that as well. And that's part of, I think, becoming and going on this wild one journey is that we really start to explore um, the aspects of really what life is about. It isn't always about blanketing your feelings and constantly trying to feel that feeling of numbness and bliss. We don't always need to feel numb and blissful. That's actually not what we're designed to do as humans. We're meant to feel all these feelings, all the ranges of feelings, so that we can gain wisdom, so that we can learn lessons, so that we can learn to be strong and to have strength and to rise above and to be better than ever. And it, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. You know, it takes time to get there. But one thing that we have to do is not give up on ourselves and not give up on a future that could be bright if we can learn to see the wisdom and learn to see the lessons in these losses. So allow yourself the time that it takes to transform, to take this information of loss and this information of grief and allow yourself to, to integrate this into your life. Don't push it away and and don't stay in the state of why and woe is me. Don't stay in that state. I'm not saying you're not allowed to feel that when it's time to feel it. You're going to feel it, I'm sure. But don't allow yourself to stay there. 
allow yourself to at some point when you're ready to move forward and then to integrate this wisdom and integrate the lessons in your life so that you can be stronger and better than ever you know and everyone i do believe that everyone that is in our life sent to us to to be a part of our lives and to love us is that they're all there um to help us to grow and to learn and um and it's no mistake that they were in our lives for the time that they were in them and then we need to honor um in our own way that the the times that they were with us so i'm hoping that this podcast can help those of you that are going through grief um, I do sell the Wolf Moon Aura spray, and it actually is designed to help um, those of you that are going through huge transformations in your life. When you use the Aura spray in your auric field, it helps you to integrate that change, that big change energy into your auric field a little bit more smoothly. And um, and of course, it has the added blessing of my sweet dog, Bentley, Um because he passed away during that wolf moon and so it gives me i feel like it has a more of an uh, of an energetic blessing because of that um but if you've never worked with aura sprays um i'm actually on the um i'm a wild one.com where i sell the aura sprays i'm going to be making a video um under each spray to show you how to use them and and what they do um so, and if the video is not there and you're still confused about how to do it, um, feel free to reach out and I can um, talk to you about it. Um, the best way to reach out to me is through the I'm a Wild One Facebook group. And because um, it allows us to discuss these issues in further detail and to, you know, come together as a community. Um, so that's why I always refer people to the group but yeah I will be doing um, videos for um, different videos for the different aura sprays right now on the because it's a new shop there's only one spray up but I do have dozens of sprays I just haven't launched them yet onto the shop but um, but an aura spray is a really powerful way to to connect with different energies that you're needing support and um, I use them personally myself. Um, that's why I created them because they actually really do help me because I tend to, I feel like I, t I need the extra spiritual help. <laughs> and so that's why I make them and I'm just passing on um, these tools to you. Um, and I do make a limited supply. It's just me. So I make a limited amount. Um, I'm not a factory or anything like that I, I make them at home here in LA and you know and I use my intuition and I use my inner guidance and I try to be very reverent when I'm making the sprays and, and I bring a very calm energy um to the waters that I'm working with um but the wolf moon spray is a very powerful um spray if, if you feel like you're needing that extra help in transitioning into a new um, big change in your life. Um, so I guess that's about all I have for this week. Um, so feel free to leave a five-star rating if you can, or a nice comment. If you are listening to this on Anchor, I think there's a way for you to leave me a voicemail message. Others have before, and I really enjoy them. I love hearing your, your, your voices as well. And, um, and then share this podcast 
And then also, if you're a part of the Wild One group, um, you can comment under the link of the podcast if you want to start a conversation. I would be really happy to converse with you about any of these topics. And make sure to go to imawildone.com. There's, it's a shop. It's also where the podcasts are. And um, it's where you can get the sprays and some of my music. And right now I'm just building the shop. So I'll have um, more music up. But if you want to get three songs for free, right now I am doing a promotion for um, three Mystic Pop songs. And if you go to mysticpopmusic.com, you can enter your email and you can start receiving um, three songs. I call it Three Days of Mystic Pop Music. Anyway, thank you so much, Wild Ones, and I will see you next week. Many blessings to you. You are perfect and divinely made. You're wonderful and marvelous in so many ways. No. How amazing you are There's nothing that you can't do You are perfect and divinely You're wonderful and marvelous in so many ways. As a child, you may not have heard this, so I'm here to say. You're beautiful and marvelous in so many ways. When you get down and feel lonely, do not despair and give in to what you just repeat after me Oh